Today's scripture is from the book of Acts, chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him, then brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. You may be seated. It has been said that behind every great man, there is a great woman. Now, I find that as a woman a little, I don't know, something. But in a week when many of you, like me, may have been reading about a man, Prince Philip, who stood behind a woman, Queen Elizabeth, for over 70 years, well, I think we all know that the saying can work both ways. And sometimes, as we will see today, it doesn't have anything to do with a romantic pairing where one person stands behind or beside another offering encouragement for their journey. Sometimes it can be about friends or just partners who are tied together with a common mission one where they offer support and encouragement to each other. And sometimes it is about one person who is supportive and encouraging, not just of one other person, but of a community and its community mission as a whole. In today's scripture reading, we are introduced to one such person, Joseph. We see right off exactly what sort of person Joseph is to the community he is associated with in the way that the apostles have renamed him Barnabas, son of encouragement. It is by this name that he is hereafter referred to in scriptures. And so this morning I want to look not only at what we saw in today's passage, but what we see throughout scripture about Barnabas and what his actions and behaviors model to us about what being a witness for Jesus Christ looks like, both inside and outside a community of faith. So first, in this morning's text, we see that Barnabas sold a piece of property and laid at the feet of the apostles the money from the sale. Now, this act is more than about being financially supportive of that community of faith. This is an act of encouragement 
in itself because he entrusted to their care the money. He trusted that they would properly use that money. Now I want you to consider for just a moment the community of faith that we are talking about. They did not have years of financial statements to be studied and scrutinized. They did not have years of experience to rely on. They were very new. They were untested. And to be trusted in this way with the assets of its members was a true source of encouragement to the community in and of itself. Barnabas, the scripture is clear today, was not the only one in this community that did this, but this was just one way that we know him to be a son of encouragement. To be a witness, an encourager, is to support the community of faith to which you are connected so that the whole community can be about its mission. Now later in the book of Acts, we will find Barnabas vouching for a man that no one in the church trusts. Saul had mysteriously turned from being an avid persecutor of the church to being a believer who had come to Jerusalem very much wanting to speak to the disciples that were there. But the disciples knew exactly who Saul was and what he had been about, and they were not interested in talking to him. But Barnabas, Barnabas heard Paul's story And he testified to it before the disciples. And that gained admittance into that community for Saul. To be a witness, an encourager, is to support those whose voices might otherwise not be heard, who might be excluded from the community, and whose gifts then might never be used for its mission. Barnabas then is deployed himself to the city of Antioch. His great faith and his spirit-filled presence there brought many to faith. But as the church there kept growing and growing and growing, he recognized that he needed help. And he knew that Saul had gone back to his hometown of Tarsus because he had become under threat of death from the Jews in Jerusalem. So so Barnabas goes to Tarsus, and he brings Saul back with him to Antioch to help with the work there. To be a witness, an encourager, is to humbly recognize when our work alone is not enough, and to reach out and to ask another for help with the mission, thereby continuing the mission and encouraging others in their own. Still later in Acts, we see that Saul, who is also known as Paul, and Barnabas, they they have become commissioned missionaries for the church in Jerusalem. They travel out into the world with John Mark, who is Barnabas' cousin, to spread the gospel. At some point along the journey, John Mark leaves them, something we'll talk about in a moment, And on this trip, they found believers and naysayers, those who wanted to hear what they had to say, and those who wanted them silenced. It was not easy work, 
but it was work that they were diligently about together. To be a witness, an encourager, is to be about the hard work of taking the gospel to the world, whether it is accepted there or rejected. After three years of mission work, they returned to Jerusalem and gave account together of the work and the fruits of their work, particularly the fruits that they were finding in the Gentiles who had become believers. Their testimony about Gentiles becoming believers, well, it really surfaced a lot of things for the new church. They had a lot that they had to debate. How much of Jewish law were they going to require the Gentiles to follow? How were they going to be in ministry to these outsiders? To be a witness, an encourager, is to share with the community who supports the mission work both the joys and the concerns of that work and constantly working to improve and adapt and change how witness is done in the world. Now the final story we see of Barnabas in Acts is a puzzling one. Paul and Barnabas are about to go out in mission again and they have a bitter disagreement. Barnabas wants to take John Mark on the journey and Paul will have nothing of it because John Mark had abandoned them before. It is unclear who is right and who is wrong in this argument, if there is a right and a wrong. But it does seem that the writer of Acts takes Paul's side because we continue to hear about Paul who takes with him Silas on his missionary journey and we hear no more about Barnabas who takes John Mark with him. I would like to think though that Barnabas's desire to take John Mark was yet another expression of his encouraging nature. He was extending a second chance to someone who had failed before. To be a witness, an encourager, is to support those who want to be about the work of mission, even if they failed before or if they have even been afraid to try. Joseph's faith and behavior as part of the community of faith in Jerusalem led the leaders of that community to give him a new name. Barnabas, son of encouragement. In the testimony to this renamed man's work found in scriptures, I think we see the breadth and depth of just how fitting the name Barnabas was. And I think this is a fitting place for us as a church to begin our exploration this Easter season of what it means to be a witness to the resurrection in the world. First of all, we all need Barnabases in our lives. And second, we all need to be Barnabases to those around us. When I look back on my life as a believer, I see many Barnabases there. One in particular comes to my mind, Pastor Denise Mullaney. She encouraged me as a parishioner here at this church inviting me to participate in a Bible study. She encouraged me as someone discerning my call to ministry, inviting me to serve as a liturgist in this service when she started it over eight years ago. She encouraged me to continue to take small steps 
toward answering my call, ensuring me that I didn't have to have it all figured out. I am convinced that I would not be here this morning in this pulpit were it not for her encouragement along this journey. Who have been the Barnabases in your lives? I want you to think about that, and in a moment, you'll have just a few minutes to jot down some thoughts on this card you were given this morning. If you will look at Barnabas's life, you will see that he did things that gave witness to the community of the power of resurrection in his life, both to the community internally and also externally to the community of the world. His work in Antioch and in his missionary journeys with Paul and then with John Mark, those were external witnesses to those who had yet come to believe. But his support of the church financially, that was an internal witness to those who were part of that community of faith. Those were who would be encouraged by this action and support. And his support of Saul when he sought to become a part of that community, as well as his support of John Mark when he wanted to try again, those were also internal witnesses those who were encouraged by those actions were already inside the community. Of course, we all know that whatever happens inside a community of faith becomes an external witness to the world. A community of believers where none are in need and all are of one heart and soul, like the one the writer of Acts tells us about today, that would certainly have spoken volumes to the world around them. When I consider the way Denise and other Barnabases have poured encouragement and love and support into my life, I know that part of what it means to be a witness for Jesus Christ in the world is to be an encourager of others. May we all look back today and be thankful for the people who have witnessed to us and may we all take that gratitude and pour it into others, believers and non-believers, so that we all may see the power of the resurrection in our lives and will know it when we see it in theirs. Before I close this in prayer, as I promised, I want to invite us all now to take just a few moments to consider the Barnabases, the witnesses, the encouragers in your lives. You might want to jot down a sentence or two about them on the card you were provided. I want you to consider how they impacted your journey and what you learn from them about how they traveled theirs.
Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for those witnesses that you have put in our lives that bring us here today. As we contemplate one or two of them this morning, we thank you by name for them. We ask you also to help us see those around us who are in need of encouragement and show us what words or deeds we can do that will lift others up to be about the mission of taking this resurrection gospel to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.